This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I just informed my colleagues in the Conservative Caucus that I will be resigning as the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. And I've asked the Conservative Party National Council, I, I will be asking the Conservative Party National Council to immediately begin the process of organizing a leadership election. All right, welcome back. Mike Smith in for Simi. It's a sheer shocker. Andrew Scheer announcing he is stepping down as the leader of the federal Conservative Party. There had been a lot of pressure on him to step down, but he had, had been indicating he was going to fight to hang in there and maybe fight another election. That's all over with. He announced today he will step down as leader of the Conservative Party. Global News reporter Mercedes Stevenson, bombshell report that she has today. Uh, she reports his resignation comes as a direct result of new revelations that Andrew Scheer was using Conservative Party cash to pay for his children's private education and that this had become an issue inside the Conservative Party ranks. We're following this breaking story for you on the show today. Let's check in now with Michael Tobe. He's a, a columnist with Troy Media, former speechwriter for former Conservative Prime Minister Stephen Harper. Michael, it's nice to talk to you again. My pleasure, Mike. Michael, I know you'd been writing that you're you are a, a, a backer of Sheer and that you're hoping he was going to stay on. Your thoughts yep. on this resignation announcement? Yeah, pretty stunning. I mean, obviously, you're going to find some people, as I've been saying to a couple others earlier today, that will come out and say, oh, I already expected it. I knew it was going to happen. No, no one saw it coming today, mainly because you don't expect it of someone, Mike, who has already basically set up his opposition benches with all the, his various critics set up his deputy leader. He was ready to go, and he was ready to go up until the party leadership review next April. Now, he might have lost it. He might have won it. Nobody knows. <clears throat> but I think as of right now, nobody really saw Andrew Scheer going at all. I, I think a lot of people are very stunned by it. And uh, it's unfortunate. I think that, you know, he had done well enough to stay on. He had increased the party by 26 seats. They had won the popular vote overall. And yes, I know we're in a first-past-the-post type electoral system where it doesn't matter. But those are moral victories that typically, Mike, allows a political leader to get what's called the second kick at a can in terms of running for a second election. Usually ele leaders get two chances to win an election. And if they don't, usually the party will then turn on them or ask them to leave. Now, I know it's not mandatory. I know when you sign the contract, so to speak, to become a leader, there's no such thing. But it's just an understood principle. And I thought Sheer had done enough up until this point. So, you know, based on everything that's happening, which I'm sure we'll talk about, all the things that were swirling in terms of criticism about him, in terms of his leadership style, the election strategy, his social conservative values, and even what Mercedes Stevenson has now thrown into the mix. And I've known Mercedes a long time, and I have great respect for her as a reporter, as a journalist. But I sincerely hope that this story is not true, because if it is, that would be, well, it would be a very devastating ending to an election that wasn't too bad overall in 2019 and gave the Conservatives at least some more hope to do better the next time out. Yeah. And just a sort of a sad way to step down as a leader in general. But again, we'll see what happens with that. Okay, story. That, that story by Mercedes Stevenson, who, by the way, I think is a heck of a reporter and does a great job. She is uh, quoting what she says, multiple sources telling her in the Conservative Party that uh, the party was paying for Shear's children to go to private school. He's got his kids enrolled in a, in a faith-based faith private school. 
and the conservative right. party was paying for it. She says that the conservative fund at the conservative party was paying for this uh, for this education, and some con- senior conservatives were told her that the expenditures were made without the knowledge or approval of this conservative fund board, including the chair of the board. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, again, these are allegations, and I'm not going to say they're set in stone. Like I said before, I greatly respect Mercedes, and she is a she has a nose for news. She knows this game well, and she obviously would go to multiple sources. So if that's what she has in her piece, I agree with it, and I'm sure she did. Um, I think it comes down to whether or not people knew. If the, if the National Council or the Conservative Fund itself, the, the party fund, if they were fully aware of those, of that, those terms and conditions and were paying, from what I understand anyways, the difference between it, because obviously these are children in Saskatchewan where Mr. Shear is a representative, he obviously is in Ottawa most of the time where he's the opposition leader, That's not a, those sort of circumstances are not unusual if the party agrees to it. If there were a lot of people that were out of the loop, Mike, well, that's a completely okay. separate story in itself. But again, I think we have to wait for more details to come out. Michael, thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Take care. Michael Tobe, he's a conservative with Troy, a columnist with Troy Media, former speechwriter for Stephen Harper, the former conservative prime minister. Let's check in with Stephen Harper's former press secretary now, Sarah McIntyre. She's a communications consultant with Conservative Victory. I'm very pleased to welcome her. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much for coming on. You had been uh, one of the first people uh, in, in the conservative ranks to pipe up and say that maybe the party would be better off with a, with a new leader. Your thoughts on Shear's resignation today? Well, uh, this is what uh, our group, Conservative Victory, was uh, um, organized to do, is to trigger a leadership election process. So pleased with today's announcements. And, uh, you know, I think the the troubling news that uh, you were just referring to that uh, Mercedes was reporting on, um, I I think it's not any coincidence that he decided to resign today as that story was breaking. Um, So I think there's some questions that need to be answered and uh, who paid for the money, who approved it, Uh, you know, and and actually a, a full accounting of all of those costs while he was leader. Um, because uh, if I was a conservative member, uh, and I am, I'd be really worried about where my, my donations uh, would be going if I'm sending it to the Conservative Party. Am I going to be paying for someone's education, or is it going to be going to support getting a new Conservative government elected? Sarah, why did you think the party should get a new leader? Well, you know, I um, look, the last leadership election process we had, which is a preferential ballot, you know, Andrew Shear run by, I think it was 0.5%. So um, I don't think he had a, a great level or deep level of support among the membership. Uh, and I think the, the campaign had several missteps. And I also think, that, you know, uh, part of those missteps were also communications errors and, you know, not having a fulsome answer on gay and lesbian uh, rights right. and same-sex marriage, as well as his own uh, resume as well as own citizenship. Uh, there's there's a few things there that I think uh, uh, for me uh, I didn't want him to be uh, uh, given another coronation and a chance to to lead the party again to another defeat. What did you think about his uh, social conservative values on, on things like you mentioned uh, same sex marriage and 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 uh, associated issues? He didn't want to. Re- he basically flat out refused to uh, march in a pride parade. Um, yeah. he, he's a very uh, 
devout Catholic, and that's fine. I mean, Justin Trudeau says he's a devout Catholic, too, and yet he will right. go march in a pride parade. What do you think about his decision to sort of draw that line in the sand, saying like, oh, I, su I support uh, LGBTQ rights, but I'm not going to uh, march in a pride parade? Is that a problem? Well, I, it wasn't necessarily even just marching, it's not refusing to march in a parade, but I think what, it, you know, his his position was, I support these rights because that's the law of the land, um, not because he supports those rights because they're the rights that should be protected. And and I think that gives a, a wink and a nod to those people that don't support those rights, that uh, he is your guy. And I don't think somebody like that should be running for prime minister or running my party. Okay, I spoke earlier, and I think you heard the conversation with Michael Tobe, uh, mm -hmm. another former conservative insider, former speechwriter for Stephen Harper, who supported Scheer, uh, felt that he deserved another shot here to lead the party into another election. He said he c increased the conservative party seat count. He increased the popular vote. He should have got another ch another chance. Why do you think? Why do you disagree with him? Why do you think he should not have gotten another chance? Well, I think you know you get one kick at the can, and you know. Uh, he can, uh, by all means, throw his hat in and try and run for a leader again. Um, I don't think, you know, stepping down and resigning disqualifies him from trying to run for the leadership and get the support of the party again. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I, I look, I, I don't believe in coronations. I believe you need to go out and demonstrate to the membership why you should get another chance. And, you know, he also was the leader that got us completely shut out of, uh, out of Toronto. Uh, we, yeah. we talk a lot about how the Liberals got shut out of the, uh, out of the West, I think it's a big problem for conservatives that we were completely shut out of, uh, out of the GTA. Who do you think should be the new leader of the party? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> look, I, I don't have uh, a horse to, in this race at all. I'm just glad that the race is happening. Um, I think that uh, it would be wise if we had a longer uh, process so that we could get as many people throwing their hat in as, as possible. Um, and it'd be nice to have somebody you know, that has a little bit more experience uh, in their private life and career than um, either Justin Trudeau or Andrew Scheer, frankly, um, and, and be able to bring that to the party. So, you know, I'm looking forward to see uh, some new faces and some new names perhaps uh, file uh, for and, and throw their hat in the ring. How, how about an old name, Peter McKay? <laughs> oh, I like Peter. Um, you know, it, there's, I think there's been lots of talk about him in, in Toronto, that's for sure. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of people that support him. So, you know, um, he, is he considering it seriously? I don't know. I mean, there is talk about it the last time we had a leadership race, too, and, and he didn't follow through on it. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But um, I think a lot of people are going to be having I, some serious conversations over Christmas. I got a feeling he is interested in the job, especially when he had that incredible quote about Sheer <laughs> that it was he was it was almost like he was on a breakaway on an open net. And then he and he shot wide in this election yeah. when he couldn't beat Trudeau. I think he's ambitious, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. What do you think about the fact that Scheer announced this morning that he will resign as party leader, but he's going to stay on as the leader of the party until his replacement is chosen? <laughs> so that keeps him around for a while. Do you think he should step down sooner? Yeah, absolutely. I think that it would just be a distraction. And uh, frankly, you don't get to resign and set your own terms, uh, even in politics. Um, and I also think that if these allegations about the private school uh, funds coming from the, the party are proven to be true, it's going to be absolutely impossible for him to be able to stay on uh, in Stornoway and uh, as, in, as interim leader. 
so, you know, what would happen then? Would you have caucus would have an election and determine who the interim leader should be until uh, the leadership election process is done? Okay. Well, that could be another problem here going forward in the days ahead. Sarah, thank you very much for coming on. Okay. Thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate it. Sarah McIntyre, she's a communications consultant. She's with the group conservative victory that was a group that was formed to try and get sheer to step down as leader they said if they want to win the party need a new leader they couldn't take out justin trudeau when they had him right where they wanted him so you got to get someone new to take over uh, they got what they wanted today with andrew sheer announcing that he will step down as the leader of the party although as we discussed there he says he will stay on as the leader until a replacement is chosen i got a feeling some people are going to want him to go sooner than that